Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. Man, lots going on for uh, a non-NFL, non-college football weekend, I guess, right? Like, we've got the low-down, dirty Astros. They're cheating, lying ways. We'll get into that. Also, All-Star Weekend. Got all the Saturday night festivities. Got the three-point shootout, dunk contest, Dame Dalla, Damian Lillard. Performing this evening, even though he's not going to be playing in the game because he has a groin injury. And then we've got racism allegations. That's always a good one. That's always a great topic here for sports radio with Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph, the back and forth when it comes to that. Also, some XFL action. We're not going to get knee deep into breaking down all the X's and O's, but There was something that the XFL said to me today in particular, so we will get to that momentarily, but let's dive in, shall we, to Miles Garrett and the allegations of a racial slur, what he said about Mason Rudolph, the Steelers quarterback. So 
If you go into the hot tub time machine, probably well aware of what happened. This is a game, Steelers, Browns, Browns win the game, and Miles Garrett goes ballistic at the end. Hits Mason Rudolph, the Steelers quarterback, in the head with Rudolph's own helmet. And so, Miles Garrett was a guest on Outside the Lines this week, did a sit-down interview with Mina Kimes, and here's a portion of what he had to say. He called me a stupid N-word. Uh, I don't like, I don't say the N-word, whether it's you know, with A, E-R. To me, personally, just shouldn't be said. And whether it's you known by family, friends, anyone. So you know, when he said it, you know, it kind of sparked something, but you know, I still tried to let it go and still walk away. And once he came back, it kind of, you know, kind of reignited the situation. Now, we're going to dive knee deeper into this George Reister but I can't get into this subject especially this one without saying what's up to my guy George Reister how are you doing tonight you man doing I'm great man the the uh, the uh, one-on-one is rough but I'm great though <laughs> <laughs> by the way by the way I, I don't want to start off on a contentious foot but I just want to say this I would wreck you in a three-point shootout Lies. you have no chance against me George Reister None. What are you, nuts? Zero. You, dude, you would have a better chance of swimming with Jaws than beating me in a three-point contest. Zero chance. And and they've got like the logo I was a collegiate basketball oh, player. Right alley. Do you understand I was a collegiate basketball player? The, the key word was... Are, was are, right. Listen, listen. You're not dropping thirty in your in your men's league right now. So, uh, <laughs> and and one of us is dropping thirty in the men's league, and one of us is not. Hey, man. I dropped thirty in a men's league last year, multiple times. I don't care about that. So now I don't what? Care about a men's league? I'll tell you this. Okay, exactly. I, so you don't you care about I, collegiate a, basketball. You no, don't, I don't care, care about, about men's league. You no, don't, don't care about, about any of that because this is a specialty right here. We're not talking about all around basketball. Truth be told, I'm a horrible all-around basketball player horrible but when it comes to shooting i would crush you stop it it's impossible to be a bad basketball player and a great shooter (laughs) well you're talking to one right now that's i'm the walking example of that because because you have to move the this is a sport it is a sport that is that is uh that you have to move laterally uh you have to move vertically horizontally you have to be an athlete not when and you're tr- shooting. You have to jump while shooting. I can do that. I can't do all the other stuff. I'm terrible at dribbling. I'm terrible at okay, so, having actual moves to free myself up okay. for shots. I'm terrible. But when you say just stand here and shoot. Okay, deadly. so I got a question for you. Okay. Why? Oh, when have you practiced shooting? Uh, well, I... Here, when I do the weekday Portland show, we will sometimes have contests, like free throw shooting, three-point shooting. So when I know a contest is coming up, I'll go to the gym. I'll practice a little no, I'm bit. No, just, I'm just asking. How many shots did you get up this this last week? None. How many shots did you get up the week before? None. How many <laughs> shots have you gotten up in 2020? <laughs> I'm pretty sure none in 2020. Maybe a I've few. At least, Maybe listen, a few. I have at least... Shot 2,000 shots in 2020. At least 2,000. 2,000? At least. Probably three. And you would still get destroyed. Okay. We Dude, need to get five. You're just not going to let common sense get in the way of your argument. You're, <laughs> you're telling me that you have not, you're telling you know, me that you have not been a bad and, – and mind you, I was a good scorer and a, a, uh, and a serious offensive threat. 
How many so, of those uh, shots came from the three-point line when you were a serious threat? A lot. How many? Probably in in a high school, first year in college, probably mm, 30% of them. 30% came from three? Yep. Not You didn't go back to the basket, you know, punish them in the paint. You no, were just shooting three. Dude, I'm only 6'3". What do you think this is? <laughs> I played on a city championship team. We had guys 6'7", six, 6'9". Six, what do you think this is? I played real basketball. I, so I mean, you started this whole craze of three-point shooting. It wasn't actually Steph Curry. It was George Rice. Are you are you are you nuts? It was Steph Curry. <laughs> what do you What do you mean? I, I it just sounds. I'm picking up what you're laying down here. I think you started the revolution. It wasn't Steph Curry. He's been given false credit. It was actually George Reister who has been shooting from the outside. You just aren't going to let comment. You are trying to deflect right right now. Okay. And everybody behind the screen is laughing at you. <laughs> They're saying, hold up, hold up. He's trying to, uh, you know, pass the buck from himself, and he's realized that George is probably a significantly better free um, three-point oh. shooter than oh. him. I mean, Crazy. So, so you're going to tell me uh-huh. that – I shoot regularly, uh-huh. regularly. Yep. Am a good shooter. Mm-hmm. And you don't shoot at all, basically, unless there's a contest coming. Pretty much. And you think you could shoot better than me? Uh, not that I think. I've been misquoted. I know I can shoot better than you, George Reister. Okay. Uh, have every Everybody out there under the sound of the voice... Um, I, I know that you guys probably use a lot of gifts because I use a lot of gifts. And this is one of the those gifts that I would use. I would type in bait, B-A-I-T. Uh-huh. And then I would send a message to you and say, that's bait. So I'm not even falling for your So you're trap. saying this is clickbait. What I'm saying is sensationalized. Yeah. Is that yeah. where you're going? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm I am no I'm not going to feed into this insanity okay. any longer. I'm okay. not. Okay, all right. Nope. Let's see how that goes. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, I didn't anticipate you pushing back that much. I thought that was going to be a couple of minutes. I, in my mind, I thought you were like, yeah, of course, no. You are the better shooter. I don't have delusions of grandeur over here, so I'm not going to fight you on this one. But you were. You were very... Uh, yeah, combative might be a little bit too harsh. Of no, 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 I'll, I'll accept combative. Yeah, okay, combative. You're very combative on that one. You were standing your ground. So we'll have to dive into this a little bit more around the corner in about 10 minutes. But let's Oh, dip dude, our I'm going to be super testy today. I'm just letting you you know <laughs> okay. that on the way over here, I had uh-huh. a I was having a text message conversation with the with the wife, had a conversation right before I came over uh-oh, here. Dude, uh-oh. I am charged up today so minute, you might get minute. lit up today. What was the tone of the conversation? Dude, it the the uh the uh, tone was negative. It was Uh-oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's one of those like it's not that big of a deal. It's one of those marriage you get in an argument about something, but you'll be okay tonight when it's time to watch Married at First Sight or whatever. Okay. Or, or the three point contest or was it something along else? the lines of George, I'm not gonna live in a household where you forbid us from eating Velveeta cheese. Was that the tone of it or am I reading into this? The it, wrong it, way? it was about food though. It was okay. about it was about a Costco run. She was like, Why do you always spend so much money at Costco? And you know, so yeah. 
And you said something along the lines of, well, I have this pretentious diet and I have to eat really fancy foods because it makes me feel better about myself. Was that the response? No, 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 no. because okay. uh, she's good with the fancy food. Okay, well, that's I, good. I bought like an air mattress, some thermoses, some <laughs> random, <laughs> random items. <laughs> she's okay. Like, now, this is going to be an odd transition because what we've been talking about is not Miles, exactly Miles the Garrett. smoothest segue into Miles Garrett alleging racist slurs being used, like racial slurs. But I just want to say this real fast, and we will dive into this much more. I just don't buy what Miles Garrett is saying because it doesn't what? add up. Actually, are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. What Miles Garrett said actually makes. It is it is very reasonable, and I'm going to base this on some personal information that I know about Mason Rudolph or that I've heard about Mason Rudolph. Okay, let's do this. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, George talks about the personal information that he knows about uh, heard, said Mason heard, Rudolph. Heard, heard yes, about, yes, okay, heard yes, about it Mason is, Rudolph. It, it, it is hearsay. Okay, and I'm going to get you a quote from a head coach that had some interesting things to say about this Garrett versus Mason Rudolph situation here. That's coming up right around the corner. I'm Brian No, He is George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton – is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. 
So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Okay, if we dive right into this thing, George, let's hear from Miles Garrett. We'll play it again. Miles Garrett did a sit-down interview this week with Mina Kimes of ESPN. This is part of their Outside the Lines conversation that they had with Miles Garrett. And this goes back to the game. Browns beat the Steelers, but it was all about <laughs> Miles Garrett clubbing Mason Rudolph over the head with his own helmet. And so this is Miles Garrett, the Browns defensive end, who did the clubbing with the helmet, he's explaining what led to that moment and what Mason Rudolph said to him. He called me a stupid N-word. Uh, I don't like, I don't say the N-word, whether it's you know, with A, E-R, to me personally, just shouldn't be said. And whether it's you known by family, friends, anyone. So you know, when he said it, you know, it kind of, sparked something but I still tried to let it go and still walk away and once he came back it kind of you know kind of reignited the situation okay here's my thing George I'll say this real fast and you get to your inside scoop on Mason Rudolph if Miles Garrett is this opposed to the n-word he's like I don't say it with an a I don't say it with an er I don't say it to friends or family I don't say it at all well, he's going to have a huge problem if some white dude on the football field is using it in a vile, disgusting manner. And he's not going to say anything about it in a post-game press conference? Not one thing. Nothing. I find that so hard to believe. And then you go on the opposite end of the spectrum, and you're doing a sit-down interview elaborating in great detail about the usage of this word. It just doesn't add up. Oh, it does. See, here, here, here's the thing. I don't know if Mason Rudolph said it. Don't know if he didn't say it. Mm-hmm. However, let's look at the person who said that he said it, at Miles Garrett. What does every single person that you've ever heard say something about Miles My- Garrett say? Smart dude, high character guy. It's been like gold stars all across the board. Gold stars across the board. And, and, in, and in that moment... If he's smart, he is all of these things that everybody says. He knew he screwed up, right? He knew he screwed up when 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 he hit him in the helmet, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah I don't think he grasped it completely. No, he, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, no. No, he fully grasped it. And, no, no. After it, he was <laughs> – I'll get some audio after the game because he was like – he didn't grasp how 
enormous of a story this was going to uh, be. No, he pretty much knew. It was a – when when you look at how he addressed it, though, he wanted to try to make sure he didn't get suspended for a long time at first. So, yes. But he was contrite. He was – he took responsibility. And in that moment, I think he was aware enough to say, hold up, let's not make this – about excusing my behavior because no matter what Mason Rudolph said, hitting him, uh, swinging a helmet at him in a football game, which could have killed him, was unacceptable. You can't mm-hmm. do it. He deserved to be suspended. I wouldn't, I, I don't think that there's anybody that did not believe that even if Mason Rudolph said this. So you have a high-character individual, did something out of character, And then says, why? Mind you, he's not making an excuse. He's just telling you a reason. And here is what I know in my personal experience in in my life is that sometimes in these situations, people are upset. He didn't like the way that Miles Garrett sacked him. He could have said something slick. And in a low tone, making sure nobody else heard him because he's not mic'd up. The other people, there were some other people around that were mic'd up, but there was other stuff going on, and and you can whisper, "Are oh, you stupid?" I, I'm just saying it is plausible. I don't know yeah. if Mason Rudolph said it, but here's the other thing: Miles Garrett, high character. There have been some people who question Mason Rudolph's character. They say, "I don't know. He's he's kind of a I, I've I've heard the I've heard the D word." thrown okay. out about uh, about him sometimes. Uh-huh. So, you have one guy super high character, another guy some people are kind of questionable on. I don't know if he said it, but I do think that it is plausible. However, proving it is a whole different story. And I think that at this point in time, if I were Miles Garrett, I would stop talking about it. Yeah. Because Mind you, I would have spoken my my truth, but I would stop talking about it at this point because you can't prove it. However, there should be some sort of way. Like, if I, I guarantee that if the NFL, if they did an investigation the way that they investigate everything else, that they would find either that they would find which was most likely. Yeah, I get that. I mean, but- I mean, if if you look at somebody's history. And if Miles Garrett, if he's telling the truth and that he doesn't say these things, and and there are some people that says, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've heard uh, Mason Rudolph use that word prior. Huh, so you're like, huh? Or if you find out that Miles Garrett is not telling the truth and he does use that word. Well, I look, I you look, you're all about character on this one. Yeah, and that's not the wrong place to look at, but I look at it. For this to be true, this would also need to be true. Okay, That's so how what, I look at so it. So what else would need to be true for you? What would need to be true for me is if Miles Garrett is completely against the usage of the N-word in general, just, just among his family or friends who might be black, just as in, a casual, as in a casual way, if he's that much against it, and you've got reporters after the game with microphones in your face, like, Miles, why did this happen? What's the deal? And you're going to sit there and not say it at all? You could have easily said, look, I'm not justifying my actions. I was totally in the wrong. But just so you know, 
He called me a stupid N-word. Again, I apologize. I was dead wrong. But so you know the full story that was said to me. And he didn't okay. say that at or, all. Or, I mean, how many, how many times have we seen, though, people who in situations, they, they want to, high character people, want to take responsibility for their actions and not make excuses. And then we find out later that there was additional information. But at this point in time, I don't think that you can prove it. However, you can't prove that it didn't happen either, which which makes it just so incredibly tough. And I always, I typically lean on people's character when they are saying something that kind of seems a little bit off the wall or, or you know, kind of unbelievable or, you know, when you're when they're making an accusation about something, character matters because it it it's like the boy who cried wolf. If you're the boy who cried wolf, then you know then then the uh you don't get help to show up. But if you're a person who consistently tells the truth, is honorable and all that, then yes, people are going to believe you in situations, even when it seems a little bit odd. Yeah. Okay. So right. he, that's the way I look at it. He's George Reister. I'm Brian No here on Fox Sports Radio. So we've got the tweet from Mason Rudolph. This is, of course, right after Miles Garrett said, yeah, he called me a stupid N-word. My, Mason Rudolph went on Twitter and wrote, a thousand percent false, bold-faced lie. I did not, have not, and would not utter a racial slur. This is disgusting and reckless. This is a disgusting and reckless attempt to assassinate my character. It, it sounds like lawyer mumbo-jumbo. It sounds like lawyer fingerprints are all over this one. He might be telling the truth, but this oh. is this is the statement to consider, George. This is from Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. Now, he released a statement, and I'll just read it. Quote, I support Mason Rudolph, not only because I know him, but also because I was on that field immediately following the altercation with Miles Garrett and subsequently after the game. I interacted with a lot of people in the Cleveland Browns organization, players and coaches. If Mason said... What Miles claimed, it would have come out during the many interactions I had with those in the Browns inter- organization. In my conversations, I had a lot of expressions of sorrow for what transpired. I received no indication of anything racial or anything of that nature in those interactions. End quote. And I'm with Tomlin on that one. It wouldn't have come up once. So the Browns, this isn't the media, microphones in your face. The Browns organization, your employer comes up and they're hold, like, hold Miles, on, what hold happened, on. dude? Hold Doesn't on. Say that that wasn't the first time that it came up. Because if you if you remember, um, the the lady from ESPN tweeted, tweeted it out not too long after everything happened. So, so. Is if you're Miles Garrett, you're a smart guy. Why, why say this? Why, why make this up? But here is the point that um, we got to tweet in the no show. Mm-hmm. He said a lot doesn't add up. This is from uh, Verdant Babble. Mm-hmm. A lot doesn't add up. If you flipped out and put your drive at risk, you would mention a racial slur right, right away. Mm-hmm. Why he didn't makes no sense. But it is curious that no one defends Mason Rudolph. My mom would be on Good Morning America. And that's a point that you do have to point out because if, like, look at Carlos Correa today 
coming out and defending Jose Altuve. <laughs> and making it so much oh, worse. Yes. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He came out. I mean, and how many times do we see people just defend people's honor with who they are in association with? We have not seen anybody willing to walk the plank for Mason Rudolph. Why do you think that is? That's why I said that I've heard teammates who have said, have used the D word in association with, with him. And it starts with a DL. Um, and, and that's that's the part that doesn't make sense to me. You haven't heard his his uh teammates. Mike Tomlin at, just did. I no, just no, 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 com- Mike, a, Mike, a no, statement. Mike no, Tomlin. What what uh, Tomlin said is, oh, it probably would have come out at that point. He didn't defend his character. He I'm just t- said, I support Mason Rudolph. Of course, not only he supports I know him. He's him, on his but team. Also because, yeah, not only because I know him. So he, he's basically talking about, hey, I know this guy. No, I, no, I, I just don't no, that's see not this what coming that from him. That's no, basically that is, what he's that saying is right not there. what that said. Mike Tomlin is a very clear and concise man. If he were saying I that that doesn't sound like something that he would say, he would have said that. Wait and, a minute. So if you say if he says I support Mason Rudolph not only because I know him. I know him. How that, is that, that not vouching for the guy? That doesn't sound like a vouch to me. I've I I hear vouching. Uh, Car- Carlos Correa vouched for Altuve. That was a vouch and a lie, also. Correct. Yeah. It was it was a lie, but it was a vouch. <laughs> it was. That's a vouch. <laughs> this was just a uh, I'm the coach, and I gotta say something about it. And there's not proof either way, so I guess I gotta go with this guy. That's what that was. This this wasn't a like a firm stand behind, put my neck on the line. Mike Tomlin didn't put his neck on the line. Listen, and, and I think he's just saying you what didn't, you didn't, basically you didn't hear it's Mike the same Gundy? stance that I have is like in order for this to be true for Miles Garrett to have heard a racial slur from Mason Rudolph. Mike Tomlin's just doing the math, and he's like, two plus two doesn't equal four here. Okay, if there was that racial slur, so I don't why, think he handles it the way he did. That's so, what Tomlin's so saying. So why haven't uh, Mike Gundy, his college head coach, why haven't his college teammates who are in the NFL, why hasn't his Steelers teammates come so on, need, listen. Who has come to Mace, who's come to Miles Garrett's defense? They have – a lot of people have talked about his character. Like Ooh, nobody, what, what Browns teammates have come out and gone Carlos Correa here for Miles Garrett? They can't come out, and, and they they've come out about his character. They have not come out like just. I mean, dude, if somebody called, see, there's there's a difference in someone who can't validate your statement and somebody calling you a racist. Okay, I will I will give you a pri- I will give you a prime example. Here, let's do I, this, George. Give me the prime example. In just a minute, let's work in. Like, you know, it's All-Star Weekend here. It, we just had the skills competition. So, you know, you got some dribbling, got some passing going on. So I, I'm going to take the rock. I'm going to pass it to Steve, and then I'll pass it right back to you. How's that? We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm Brian No. He's George Reister. Okay, you've got an example to get to, George. The example that I was going to use about Carlos Correa and Miles Garrett and all of these things. So, is if if I am telling the truth about something, if I am 
standing up and I want people to come defend me, then I am going to, um, then, then the, then if I'm a high character person, the people that know me, the people that believe in me, they are going to then stand up and fight for me. Brian, no. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I put it like this, George, is, listen, sometimes high character people say stupid things. Sometimes high character Sager. people do stupid things. Like, think about, uh, it's a random example, but if there is, um, let's say there's a guy from the neighborhood and he does something really terrible. Let's say he kills someone. And you'll see on the news, they'll interview a neighbor and the neighbor's like, Man, John seemed like such a nice guy. Like, I can't believe he did this. You know what I mean? Just because you have high character typically doesn't mean that you're incapable of doing something out of character. Yeah, but in in those same times, though, don't a few weeks later, other people come out and, and they say, oh, man, I actually thought I actually thought that John John was a ticking time bomb. <laughs> Like other people know, somebody knows the truth. Somebody knows where their bodies are buried. Somebody knows the secrets. You can't hide them. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just doesn't add up to me. That's the bottom line. And I, I think a couple of things with Miles Garrett, who again, I don't think he's a dumb guy at all. I think he's a bright guy. I just think in this situation, he said a couple of things that don't make sense. I'll take you back to the day, the night of the game. So. The Browns beat the Steelers 21 to 7. Miles Garrett said this. A win to win. I don't think it's overshadowed by and what happens in, in eight seconds. What? What? Like the Browns improved to four and six after beating the Steelers. Still that in the playoff night. hunt. And he's like, oh, I, don't, I don't think this play overshadows that. Really? Um, I don't, Are you serious right so, now? So while I didn't believe that initially that he I mean, I did believe that he understood the grab that he swung a helmet at a person. After he saw it, he was probably you know saw the video of it. He was like, "Ooh, ooh, that's bad." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <sighs> all right, all right. So you Jeez. give him the benefit of the doubt there. I'll say this: this is also with Mina Kimes, the outside the lines interview. I've got a portion of playing my side, Don Brown, but um, this is. Miles Garrett, listen very carefully to the end of what he says here. Something was said. I know something was said. Now, whether the NFL wants to acknowledge it, that's up to them. But uh, I don't want to make it a, a racial thing, honestly. It's over with for me, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's over with for, for Mason. So we just want to move past that and keep on playing football. Really? Really? That's the way you think it's going to go down? So you just throw out there willy-nilly, yeah, he called me a stupid N-word. But I'm sure Mason Rudolph just wants to proceed, business as normal, onto the 2020 season. Really? That's not how it works. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that's exactly how it works. Ask Riley Cooper. Ask Riley Cooper with the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, yeah, yeah, they said that that LaShawn McCoy, bad influence, uh, Deshaun Jackson, get him out of here. Riley Riley Cooper gets caught on tape stealing boxes saying racist things. And oh yeah, yeah, come on, come on. Hey, we're we're uh moving on. 
We're moving that was on. garbage, whole but, but this is different. No, where it, we knew what Riley Cooper said, and he got off scot free, which that's is a the, joke. That's the point, right? But but we don't know that Mason Rudolph has said this. That's and exactly. So for Miles Garrett to throw it out there, like what Mason Rudolph's going to be like? Oh, okay, let's imagine he didn't say it. He's going to be like, well, no, eh, sometimes you get accused of being a racist. That's eh, just another Tuesday. No, you're going to fight this. The point is, is that it does not matter it the game is going to go on the nfl is like a it's like a big barrel of water as good as you are if your talent allows you to be in you can stick your arm in sometimes you stick your fingers deep hand deep elbow deep arm deep depending on how good you are but as soon as you take it out it's like you were never there and riley cooper his hand was still in it because he still had the talent to help the philadelphia eagles or so they believed same thing with Mason Rudolph. He wasn't a great quarterback, but guess what? He's still a serviceable backup. And without proof, and probably even if there was proof, eh, it's whatever. If they think he's good enough to be on the team, you are not the owner. You don't have control over that. You have to show up and play, and Miles Garrett is right. It is time to move on because – It is. Because even, even if he said it, it would be time to move on. Even if he didn't say it, it's time to move on because either the NFL, which we have known, has suppressed evidence. Sometimes they sometimes they put too much out. Sometimes they suppress it. So I don't know what the NFL knows or it doesn't know. But I just he okay. acted like he just wanted to say, hey, he called me the stupid N word and he wanted everybody to nod and be. Yes, like, oh, he wanted okay, everybody to move know. on with business. No, yep. it what he, he did after the game, it know. doesn't add up. OK, it does not. Add OK. Up. And but I will go back super quick about the point that some people that people will stand up for you when you say that. For instance, a guy I did a show with on FS1 for a number of years. He gets that he gets that that label thrown at him every now and then. And I have defended him because I know him. I know his character, and by black people, white people, all this stuff, I because I've said this guy is not a racist. I do not believe he's a, he, he's a racist. I think that there are some geographic things. I think that he thinks a different way. I think he sees things from his life's perspective. But he's, But I've also said I do not believe that he's a racist. And mm-hmm. I get called all types of names, but and I knew that going out, sticking my neck out in front of it, but guess what? I know this guy. I know his character. Worked with him on FS1. And 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 he's on these airwaves. But guess what? I I've defended him because I know him. So, if Mason Rudolph he clearly has people who like him, care about him, love him, don't you think that they would come to his defense? If I'm willing to come to my friend's defense, somebody that I did a show with for a, a, a like a year, if I'm willing to go to bat for him, why aren't Mason Rudolph's teammates and old friends I don't need willing that. to go, go to bat for him? I hear what you're saying, but I don't need that oh, to look course. at this situation and say it still doesn't add up at no. all. I and don't I, think it adds up on both sides. I think it adds up less on Miles Garrett's side. Because if he called you that and you're that firmly opposed to that word, I have a hard time believing you don't mention it one time in a post-game press conference. And yet you're doing an elaborate sit-down interview 
going into great detail about it now. That makes no sense. None. And that's just how I look at it. But we'll switch gears. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, the XFL today. It actually said something pretty interesting about the NBA. We'll tell you about that. I'm Brian No. He's George Reister. This is Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. I'll tell you what, George. I enjoyed watching the uh, Seattle 
XFL game today. They were going nuts in that stadium. And uh, the Seattle Vipers won the game. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I think that it's one of these deals where I think that it shows that the NBA needs a franchise in Seattle immediately. Immediately. How? Because that crowd is going nuts. Think about it. They support the Sounders like crazy. We know how rabid they are when it comes to the Seahawks. They would be The NBA would be out of their mind not to put a franchise back in Seattle, which was widely embraced when they were there to begin with, and they haven't been there since the Sonics days. They need a franchise in NBA stat. Get on it. So you mean to tell me, I'm, granted, the fans in Seattle are awesome. Sorry, Seattle Dragons, not Vipers. I mixed up my teams. Go they ahead, are, sorry. They are awesome. Seattle fans, you cannot deny yes. they are awesome. They are. They what they would be they would support the team even more than Oklahoma City supports the Thunder. If the Sonics came back, they would never there would never be a question about if the team were supported or not. They would never let themselves be subjected to losing a team again. Would you agree with that? Well, I don't know if it's up to them. If they got him back, of course they wouldn't want to lose him. They didn't want to lose him the first time. So, but let's look at the NBA landscape itself. You mean to tell me that the NBA can survive adding additional teams? Well, They've been talking about expansion for a long time. There are a lot of people on the inside that think that expansion isn't that far away from You have happening. been dissing NBA ratings. What uh, do you think adding two more teams is going to do? You you are already short on superstars. You are, you add two more markets is what you do. This isn't just a negative when it comes to ratings. This is actually be a positive. Okay, so so if you add another team, that means you have to add Thirty every team you add, you add another fifteen players. So you're telling me that there are thirty, and if you add one team, you got to add two teams. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me that there are thirty additional players, thirty quality NBA players walking around right now? I think that absolutely. I think there are thirty oh, players Lord. capable Stop. of drawing a paycheck in the NBA if they were capable to be expansion. Exp- anybody, able-bodied yes, human, is capable of drawing a. Paycheck. But you don't have to expand. Move a team to Seattle. You're That's better a different off story. that way. That's a different story. That's why I asked you. You you were specific. You were specifically talking about about adding a team. I'm like adding a team is the wrong thing to do. I need to text your wife so we can get you in a better mood here. Ain't you know, I'm going to text her and be like, can you get George to be happier on the show and then just deal with him <laughs> afterward? Can that happen, please? Three-point shootout going down right now. You got a favorite in this one? I know we're a little late getting to your prediction here, George Reister, but as Devin Booker is actually performing very well, he was one of the lower odds. He was plus 600 along with Buddy Heald, plus 600. Those were second-to-last odds. Uh, but I could see Devin Booker winning this thing. I mean, Here's the thing, George Reister. I just added up, and I hope this math is correct. I believe 40 points with the way that it's constructed this year. I believe that's the best possible score you could have. It appears that way, yes. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It used to just be 30. 
Yeah. And now all of a sudden there you know you got you got six free extra points with these dew balls, with yep. these mountain dew balls. And and here here's the problem with this three-point shooting contest to me is that I say the name Davis Bertans. What does that mean to you? <laughs> I think former Spur and I was like, oh, he's playing for the Wizards now. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't what, know. I lost track of him after the Spurs. What does Devontae Graham mean to you? I think Kansas. I don't think Charlotte Hornets at all. What does Duncan Robinson mean to you? Now, I know Duncan. I know, I know him too. Very because well. I, yeah. yeah, I watch the NBA, so I know who he is. But I'm talking about to the casual fan who's going yeah. to be watching. So the names that mean something are Devin Booker. Because he is now an all-star because your boy's out. Yep, that's right. Devin Booker also scored, what, 70 points in a game? Yeah. So, yes, his name means something. Zach Levine, two-time dunk champion, good name. Trey Young, good name. Yes, absolutely. Buddy, Buddy Hill, decent name. As far as three-point shooting, sure. We're used to seeing like Steph, Clay, you know, like we yeah. need some more star power in this three-point contest because if you're looking at it, you're just kind of like, okay, let's see what Trey Young does. And he's already eliminated, so why, So I can go wait until the dunk contest comes on. By the way, our guy Don Brown, technical producer extraordinaire, he brought up a good point where he thinks that Trey Young's hair is annoying. It just bothers him where it's balding a little bit. It's not quite, as I said, Alex Caruso-esque with the Lakers, who's... He looks know. like somebody's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> he Like, they're... You know, you are you are not supposed to subscribe <laughs> to stereotypes and all of that, but Alex Caruso does not look like he should be an NBA player. There's <laughs> nothing... Just body type, hair. Oh, There's nothing about him that says... If you looked at him... And you told somebody, okay, look, here's Rajon Rondo right here. Here's this dude. Just yeah. look at him. One of these two guys should be getting more minutes for the Los Angeles Lakers right now. You got to pick one. And my, my, mind you, nobody who didn't know who Alex Caruso was <laughs> would pick Alex Caruso. Even people who know are, are like, it's inexplicable to them that he's better than Rondo right now. It's a good point. I like this road you're going down. The most non-looking NBA player who actually is an NBA player. Caruso's got to be really high on that list. If he just shows up in normal street clothes and, I don't know, there's a family function going on and you didn't know this guy at all. He looks if like you a said, hey, what do you think that guy does for an occupation? I'd say, I don't know, maybe he does taxes. No, he actually, he's a... He's a guard in the NBA for the Lakers. No, he looks like, like he looks like a security guard. <laughs> he doesn't even he he looks like he should be in a yellow vest guarding the arena, not um not participating on the floor. It, it he looked like the guy that comes off the bench at the end of the game where the 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 manager where all the rest of the team cheers for him every single time he puts up a three-pointer <laughs> yes, okay there and you they're go, like yeah. yeah oh oh he missed it oh and everybody gets all excited and then he hits one everybody runs out the gym that's Alex Caruso by the way one more Caruso tidbit from me I think his hair is his calling card now it's kind of like Anthony Davis in the brow 
I think that Which part he of his knows his, his, his hair, hair is that bad. You I think mean Caruso's the thinning aware. hair? You, yeah, the you thinning the- hair. It's his thing, right? Like he's got the headband now. Just to, it's not exactly to cover it up. I think it accentuates it a little bit more. I think he realizes the point I'm making. I think he realizes his hair is awful, Dude, but he's he, embracing it because he's he knows he's going to get more attention for the horrible hair than if he just shaved it and went bald. He's 25 years old. And and Manu Ginobili in year fifteen had better hair. Yeah. Like that's it. That's how bad it is. He like there's nothing about it. But he lets his game speak for him. He lets his game do the play. I'm sorry, I, do all the talking. Yeah, and I'll say this real quickly too is I never understood all the Laker skepticism before the season started. The up to date odds, according to Caesars. We're at the All-Star break now, but championship odds from here on out. The Lakers have the best odds. They're at plus 180. The Bucks are at plus 275. And you know this, George. Before the season started, it was, oh, I know you got LeBron and AD, but what about the role players? What about the depth? What about the bench? And I'm like, what are you talking about? They, they have decent role players. And you got AD and LeBron. And truth was, be told, I never bought into that at all. In the, in the playoffs – Stars win games. That's just the truth. Yeah. Like your your how deep you go on the bench is not very deep in the playoffs. The Warriors, even in their championship runs, didn't go super deep. It's just how it works. Like you you can't think that you're going to, you know, that you're gonna be playing the tenth man off the bench unless there is a serious emergency. A serious yeah. emergency. Yeah. Uh, other than that. You're going eight deep, man. You're Shorten deep. rotations. I'm probably yeah, no he's George Weister. A bunch of minutes. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Okay, we get down to business here. We gotta talk about the lying, cheating, low down Astros. Oh. Man, does this story have some legs or what? There are so many layers to this one. And if we could just whittle it down to the simplest form, it's one thing to cheat, which is bad enough. It's another thing to just lie through your teeth and insult our intelligence, saying, well, we don't know if it really helped, though. Really? This is what I think should happen, George. I think every Astros opponent should know what pitch is about to be thrown, and then after the season, we'll go back and ask the Astros if they thought it was an advantage or not. I think that should be their punishment. (laughs) What do you think about that? My son, who's just turned 14, said, Dad, did the owner just say that he didn't think it really was an advantage? I said, yes, son. He <laughs> oh, said, that's great. He said, okay, so w- why don't they try this for an entire game? Hey, fastball's coming. Yeah. Hey, change-up's coming. Right. Curveball's coming, and see and see if they don't get 40 runs put up on them. I was like, son, you get it. Yeah. You get it. And it it was just, okay, you can deal with people making mistakes. But the problem is, is that when they're, when you know something is wrong, people hate it. And then they hate it when you try to then make them feel stupid for not believing you or make them feel crazy. That then turns your anger to a level of resentment 
and and just ferocity. Yes, you've got to own it, and they haven't done that. They haven't come close to doing it. And we also have these up-to-date remarks from Carlos Correa, who's a stud shortstop over there, and he said of the sign-stealing scandal, quote, we won fair and square. What? End quote. Re- are you, what yeah, are you it's t- an actual quote. Actual quote. We won fair and square. I don't understand all this negativity and backlash. What are you talking about? How the hell did you win fair and square when you cheated? And exactly. then he said that, oh, oh, um, it didn't really have that. We don't really know how many times it gave an advantage or this or this, this or that. You're right. However, let's say throughout the whole playoffs, it only gave you, it only gave them an advantage five times. Okay. Yeah. But if those five times yeah. are in one run games or five run games, like when you blew the game open and that changes a team's rotation, their pitching, everything else, yeah. then yes, it's timing. It doesn't matter how many times, it's the time that it happened. The uh, If it's an opportune time, then yes, it had a huge impact. You impact momentum, all these other things. You cannot cheat and say we won fair and square. That is just stupid. Oh, it's dumb. It's really dumb. And that's right. I always call it the Homer test. If your emotions are involved, you've got to flip the scenario completely and see if you still feel the same way, right? And if your answer changes, you're being a Homer. So let's do that with the Astros. Let's say they got an advantage five to ten times in a certain game. Would they say, oh, it's cool for our opponent to get those five to ten advantages while they get none? Or would they object to it? Of course they would object to it. So they're just being utter and complete homers over here trying to explain it away like, oh, we don't don't know if it really helped and we won fair and square. It's just so bad. It's like... Talk about counting cards in Vegas. I just thought about it along these lines, George, based on what you were saying. It doesn't swing the odds to them 100%. They're going to win, no doubt. But it tilts the odds greatly in their favor. If you count cards in Vegas, you're not going to win every hand. But you're tilting the odds in your favor where over time, you are going to win. And And that's what the Astros did. And if you thought that it had no material advantage, why would you do it? Exactly. And keep doing it. (laughs) Because it worked. That's why you. nobody's going to keep banging on trash cans, taping stuff if it's not working. Granted, in baseball, you still have to hit the ball, but it's easier when you know what's coming. And then you may hit it to people sometimes. But guess what? Sometimes you won't because these guys can directional hit. And imagine being able to how much easier it is to directional hit when you know what pitch is coming. I mean, yeah. this is just this is just simple. It and is. it's the double down that makes it even worse. And then oh. Carlos Correa <laughs> coming back and saying, "Oh, uh, that Altuve that he didn't cheat. No, and that yeah. it was over the tattoo." The tattoo. Oh my gosh. They said it was I, over I a bad tattoo. I'm so he, glad you brought this. I literally have to read this. This is beyond bad. I read it today and I'm like, he didn't just say that, did he? That's what he actually said. Yes, he was <laughs> he said after the game winning, series winning home run Altuve hit against the Yankees, he said that he didn't want people to rip his jersey off because of an unfinished tattoo. And he also went on to say <laughs> 
<laughs> what people have to say, that's all they're right because we were wrong and they can say whatever they want because we were wrong. But when players stand up there and they accuse us of stuff that didn't happen in 2019, that doesn't sit well with me. Really? We're talking unfinished tattoos and, hey, hey, these uh, allegations of wrongdoing, this doesn't exactly sit well with me. You have no leg to stand on to throw that card down on the table when you're cheating your way to win a World Series. Are you serious right now? And and he said it was because he had an unfinished tattoo (laughs) that that looked terrible. Hold on. So, but we have seen <laughs> tattoos. I mean, we've we've seen Altuve without tattoos in mm-hmm. 2020. 2020 without tattoos. Where the hell is this tattoo at, homeboy? This Man. unfinished tattoo. Like the the level of lies is just <laughs> insane. <laughs> just think about that, like. How bad the tattoo would have to be for this is they just clinched the pennant. They're going to the World Series. He hit a walk off homer and he still has the wherewithal of man. This tattoo is that bad that, <laughs> that just I, do not rip my jersey off. And, me. And, wait, hold on. Hold on. Fine. Don't don't rip the jersey off. But OK, I got to go to the bathroom. Then I'm going to change my shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna change. Yes. I'm going to change my shirt. <laughs> Nah, that doesn't make sense, buddy. Uh, it's really bad. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. There's a player who is absent of the biggest event this evening, and I think it's actually really cool. We'll get into that. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. This is Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. 
And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> <laughs> Bundle home and auto with farmer's insurance and you could save an average of 20%. A better pairing than pineapple and pizza. There, I said it. Get a quote at Farmers.com today. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically. And it's even more amazing because Discover's accepted at over 95% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2019 Nielsen report limitations apply. Devin Booker with 26 points in the three-point shootout. So we're down to what? The final three? Bertans doesn't look like he's going to do too well here Devin Booker uh he should be in first place as of now and I didn't see the other guy did Buddy Heald make it yeah yeah Buddy made it yeah okay and Buddy has to shoot he's the last guy to go yeah he uh I think he made 27 in the first round and uh he he skated in I, at least the at least they have the bigger name guys still still in it uh-huh I mean Devin Devin Booker scored 26 in the final round. At, at least let's let a name brand player make it. Yeah. A name brand player win. So it's down to this. Buddy Healed. By the way, you can pick one portion. The Bahamian the assassin. Full of money balls. Yeah. Which spot would you pick for the full rack of money balls? Uh, probably my, my hot spot, I'd be at either the top of the key or, yeah. or right there where he is now at a 45 degree angle. One sort of those like two. the right elbow, yep. whatever you would say there. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I'd go top of the key. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a straight shot. You're used to shooting there for, for practice. I think the key to winning is making at least one of those four point Mountain Dew balls. Yeah. Three. I think they count for three. Yeah, yeah But three. still, that's a lot, man. <laughs> those, those are big shots over there. What do they call them? The dew balls? 
I don't know. I, what they I call guess them. I'm just good. I like that they're green though. That's kind of a nice touch. If they're gonna go with that shot. What right, other but, color so, would they be? Well, yeah. I, well, I didn't know they were gonna be Mountain Dew basketballs. You know. So I like that they went the next step with them being green. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Buddy Heald, oh, he's down seven. And, and he's got he's got to hit four of these. No, no, he didn't. They're all yeah. they're all the money balls, dude. That's what I'm saying. He's got to hit four. He's got to hit this. It's a burrito, He got it dude. by one. You knew he was going to win. <laughs> it, it wow. Was... Final shot to win by one. Buddy Heald gets it done. I'm just happy. I, I can't tell you I am, I am more happy that Buddy Heald won. I would have taken Buddy Heald, Zach Levine, Devin Booker or Trey Young winning. I couldn't take Duncan Robinson, <laughs> Davis Bertans, the guy with two last names, <laughs> Devontae Graham, or Joe Harris, even though I like Joe Harris. I couldn't take him hey, winning either. Joe Harris and Duncan Robinson are knockdown three-point shooters, you know? They are. But you couldn't bet on them. No. No. Couldn't bring yourself to do it. Okay. Oh, on 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 a side note, when we were talking about hair – uh-huh. <laughs> when we were talking about Alex Caruso from the Lakers, his hair, how yeah. bad it is. It's and terrible. you were talking about Trey Young's weird shaving of the side of his head where it's yeah. like thinning. It's, I, yeah. I would actually say that there is a worse hairdo on the Lakers than Alex wow. Caruso. Worse on the Lakers. Yep. And he's and he's actually playing worse right right now, too. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the roster in my head because this is a bold claim. Worse than Caruso? Yes, and he's a player that they refuse to trade. That, that'll help you out even more. All right, let me whittle this thing down here. He's I'm just young. Looking at here. Uh, uh, Le- LeBron's hair is bad, but it's not even close to Caruso bad. No, no. Um, let's see. All right, uh, Boogie's hair is totally fine. Quinn Cook, he doesn't have terrible hair. Nope. Um, Avery Bradley has a normal hair. Oh, I know who it is. It's Kyle Kuzma. Yep. He Kyle, has horrible hair. Kyle Kuzma <laughs> looking like Demolition Man. <laughs> I, I don't know what he's doing with that. It's just such a bad look for him. He's he he's acting out. He wants to shoot the ball more, wants to score more points. So, you know, he's got to do something to draw attention to him, himself. It's, yeah. See, I, I can deal with the if he had blonde tips or something on a long hairdo, but no. <laughs> This blonde, I mean, it's so much maintenance. Yeah. It's so much maintenance. It's like, not even worth it. That's the whole thing. Remember when Eminem used to have the the blonde hair and uh, he pulled it off? It was fine. Not yeah, but he's a white guy too. He's a white guy too. Exactly. Yeah. It's not for coos. It's a no. bad look. I'll tell you what I think was a good look today, though, George. Zion Williamson. He played in the Rising Stars game last night over there at, at, in Chicago for All Star Weekend. He was at Duke today. He was there right behind the bench, right behind where Coach K sits as Duke just smacked around Notre Dame, which isn't surprising this season. Most teams are smacking around Notre Dame pretty good. Everybody smacks. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame's getting smacked around in football, basketball, everything. Whoa, whoa, right whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's stay on track. I'm going to revisit that football claim of yours. That's outrageous. But, but for the sake of argument here, with Zion being there, to me, I thought it was really cool, George, because Zion, he could have been one of these guys to be there in Chicago. These are the festivities. This is the big night. It's the slam dunks, the three-point shootout. He could have been, hey, I'm going to have my fit, as the cool kids are saying about his outfit. I could have my fit right. I could do some things. 
as far as endorsements go. I, I could get some shine. I could be there. I'm going to be among the stars. He's like, I'm just going to go to Duke and watch a basketball game. I think that's really cool. I think that says a lot about just his normal personality. And also, I think that there are sometimes stars that try to be the version of what they think is going to be what either people want or what's going to be the most marketable. I respect Zion for being like, yeah, I don't need to be there. I'd rather just go back to my alma mater and watch Duke play a ball game. I think that's great. Zion struck me as a guy who, if money weren't involved, like if it were just playing basketball, that if that he would have stayed at Duke for another year. Yeah. He seemed like he liked it. He enjoyed the college atmosphere. But at the same time, he knew that he had $100 million waiting for him from Nike or Jordan. He had, you know, a huge contract, endorsements, all that stuff just waiting on him. So he couldn't pass that up. But if money weren't factored into it, I think he would have yeah. stayed in college because he enjoyed it there. And going yeah. back to watch your team that you had a great experience with is fun to do. It's amazing. It's fun to do, and it can't be repeated. And if you look at Zion's career so far, 10 games, 22 points, 7.5 rebounds, 2.2 assists, 58% shooting, he's off to a good start. I like it. I I don't mind him not missing the the weekend because if you aren't an Mm all-star, if you aren't participating in the dunk contest – or participating in a three-point contest, or playing in the All-Star game, unless you are one of the player reps and have a meeting there. Yeah. I mean, like, you got Patrick Beverly on the sideline sitting courtside for the three-point contest and the dunk contest and the skills contest, and I'm wondering why he's there. Well, he he was in the skills contest. That's why he's there. Why Why is Patrick Beverly in the skills contest? What, you don't think Pat Bev's got a little bit of skill over there? Out of all the players in the NBA. (laughs) He plays point guard, and he couldn't beat Bam Abadejo. Hey, man, Bam. Bam's a skilled big man. Bam's got some skill over there. Okay. I love Bam. So you think that that Bam could beat Steph Steph Curry? No. In a skills competition? Exactly. No, I don't think so. Do you think Bam could beat – who's another young – uh, Damian Lillard? No. Exactly. No, definitely exactly. not. Exactly. Yeah, and but it, listen, you know, it's a little bit like the dunk contest. Not everybody goes into the, the dunk contest. Not everybody is like, yeah, I'll sign up for the skills competition. There are some that say, ah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah, but you always have no. people who can jump really high in the dunk contest. By the way, how about Zach Levine just teasing us where he was trying to attempt a <laughs> a 360 dunk from the free throw line leading up to the dunk contest that he's not participating in as a member of the Chicago Bulls and All-Star Weekend is in Chicago. (laughs) And so right before the dunk contest, he's like, yeah, let me just try to nail this 360 dunk from the free throw line. That is an all-time tease right there. You kidding me? Is it really, though? Absolutely it is. He's a two-time dunk contest champion. He doesn't owe us anything more. I know, but if he's not going to be in the dunk contest, why would you be showing us the inner workings of these crazy dunks you're trying to pull off? Uh, He wants to remind everybody that he (laughs) participated in the greatest dunk contest of all time, 2016. Him versus Aaron Gordon. It was better than 85. 
with Jordan and Dominique, even nah. though that was very good. I disagree with you. I'll tell you why, though. Why? It's the name recognition. Like, dunk for dunk, what you're talking about 2016 was better, easily. But the name recognition, they you don't have it with Levine and Gordon. You kidding me? I'll take MJ, the GOAT, versus Dominique all day. And even though the dunks weren't as good, the name exactly. recognition makes That's up That's the for whole it. point of a dunk contest. No, we no. saw name the, recognition matters. They they did the dunks that Dominique and Jordan did, except for way better. And they did other dunks. <laughs> yeah, with half the name recognition. It matters. So Sorry, not the you don't know who Zach time. Levine is? I do, but okay. it's not, do you think it has the same weight? Are we going to have Gatorade career, commercials of, if I could be like Zach, is that going to happen? No, it's not going to happen at all. So when MJ does it, it means more. Yes, it meant a lot. But I'm talking about quality of the product. We That dunk contest was trending. It got people super excited uh-huh. because it was awesome. You saw... A man put the ball behind his back and dunk it. Oh, it's Not, insane what they did. They, yeah, but you don't think there would be trending back with Dominique and MJ? The problem, oh, my gosh. It would have listen, broken the internet. I am one of the biggest Michael Jordan fans that there is. However, Michael Jordan could not do the dunks that Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine did. Yeah, and Michael Zach Jordan Levine and Aaron dunk- Gordon will never have the name recognition Cor- of Meek and MJ. Correct. But yeah. Michael Jordan dunked from the free throw line, and yep. it took a lot of effort. I mean, my, mind you, dunking from the free throw line is no small feat. Yeah. It's very difficult. That's 15 feet away. However, Zach Levine caught a <laughs> lob. He went through the legs and windmilled from uh, the free throw line. Doing. It was. They're dunks. Dunk for dunk, the 2016 dunk contest. And Aaron Gordon got robbed. But name recognition-wise, no. Nah. Nah. But we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Very quick question. How much of the Daytona 500 are you going to be watching tomorrow, George? How much? 20 laps. The last 20 laps. Last 20. Okay. Yeah. I can deal with that. That's about it. Okay. I mean, racing is good when you are in person. It's like it's like hockey. It is much better enjoyed in live than it is on television. And because you can feel the vibrations of the track, it's super loud. There's a lot going on there. However, Racing, it doesn't have, for me, the same appeal as, you know, as a game with a ball. Okay. And, but the last 20 laps. It's it's fierce. Especially yes. it's the, yeah. you know. Rub, the, rubbing is racing. Yeah. Racing is rubbing. Trading, trading a little paint. <laughs> trading paint over the Daytona 500. I love it. We're talking restrictor plate racing over. Yep. Anything can happen. Uh, I don't. I don't exactly know what the restrictor plates do or don't do. It but. just it restricts the airflow, I believe, into the engine, so the cars can only go so fast. So there's a lot of like drafting. You got to cut down the air resistance if you're drafting someone. You can slingshot past them. So it essentially means this. The cars can only go so fast, and it's hard for you to get away from the cars behind you. So there's a lot of passing. I am so – see, this is where racing gets it right. 
and baseball is getting it wrong. I anytime that somebody violates when they do the car inspections and in, in yes they will fine you suspend you yeah that's what they need to do in baseball that's a great point yeah NASCAR MLB gets it right. is the anti NASCAR <laughs> NASCAR is like all right we're gonna lower the boom on you points deducted all this stuff crew chief they hit you suspended. where it hurts like, dude <laughs> right baseball is like we'll give you immunity just tell us what happened crazy all right coming up next from the Geico Studios. The dumbest rule in sports history. I have to see where George weighs in on this one. That's around the corner. I'm Brian No. He is George Reister. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No. He's George Reister. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go play places what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game everyone please welcome coach john calipari we're getting beat by 18 my first game in kentucky they're saying cows are bust you can't coach this is crazy john wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater yep. you remember that john? my first game win i ever made remember you said you never seen me do that ladies and gentlemen demarcus boogie cousins i called book i'm like yo bro i'm about to commit to duke and I hung up on him. 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Here on Fox Sports Radio, we're coming to you from the Geico Studios. So a little peek behind the curtain here, George, because if I just came out with the question, it wouldn't make much sense. So before the show, our producer, Lee Robert Lapp IV, he's producing the show prior to ours. So he's doing a lot of things at once. He's multitasking, and he does a great job. He'll send me the reads, and he'll send me what we call a cut sheet. So if there's any audio, they have the editors put together this extensive cut sheet. You just have to organize it and say which ones you want played, all of that type of stuff, right? So Lee, was uh, he was a little late today. And so I messaged him, and I was like, hey, man, can you get me the cut sheet and the reads? And he's like, I already beat you to it. And I was like, great minds think alike. And he goes, hey, man, I'm sorry. Sorry I didn't get it to you earlier. And I'm like, well, you have to come along to the right side of the dumbest rule in sports history. And he said, nope, nope, he's sticking to his guns. So here's where it comes full circle. I say the dumbest rule in sports history in football, the NFL in particular, a fumble out of the end zone, it's automatically oh, awarded Lord. to the other team. Oh. You, you sound, uh, hold on here. This could drive a stake right in between our budding friendship here, George Reister. You sound, based on the disgust in your voice, you sound like you're about to side with Lee Robert DeLapp IV and say this is exactly how it should be done. Is that what you're about to say? Make your point. That is the dumbest rule ever. If I fumble at the five-yard line and it goes out of bounds, guess what? My team gets to retain possession. But if it happens to be the end zone, oh, no, we give it to the other team. That is so stupid. It makes no sense at all. None. Never will. Okay. Question for you. So if I'm tackling you uh huh, and I punch the ball out. Yep. Goes out of the back of the end zone. I'm tackling you on the two, three, four, five-yard line, wherever. Yeah. Goes out of the back of the end zone. Yep. Where should we then put the football? So tell me the exact yard line where you punched it out. Five. It should be spotted at the five-yard line, just like it would be everywhere else on the football field. No, I did something good. I did something good, which is knock the ball out of your hand. Yeah, you didn't do something good enough, which is recover it. So you don't get possession. And the problem is, is that you can't then, like there's not enough penalty. That's the problem. The penalty is not big enough to give you the ball back at the five-yard line after I knocked it out of your hand. You do not then. I knew there was something about you, George. You know last week how you said you could feel that Don Brown was going to play some heavy metal music? Yep. And that is not up your alley, and you just felt like something was off. I felt this from the get-go. I felt like something was off with you, and now I have my answer. You embracing the worst war- rule in sports history, 
which is automatically awarding the other team possession, even though they didn't recover the ball. You are a participation trophy guy. I don't I don't get it. No, Sometimes no, you want people to earn what they get. Sometimes you just want them to just hand them stuff. I, and I want you to earn possession by recovering the football. That's not participation trophy at all. If you lose the football, why should you get it back? Because and, the other and, and team op- didn't recover it. In an opportune in an opportune spot. Opportune spot? It's just yes, in an opportune it. scoring position. In an opportune scoring position. You should not get the ball back. You have to protect the football. And yes, in every sport, there are some weird nuances. It's 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 like in a in a NBA where you get a flagrant foul. You get the foul and the ball. Or in a breakaway Situ- situation you get a clear pass foul these things are they're like punitive damages they escalate yes but the problem is the only other situation that you could oh. like live with is if is if it's like a 20 yard penalty a 25 yard penalty from where every the ball goes out of bounds i mean even that would be better that's still silly, but it, it'd be better than the other team getting possession. So, it, so it's they, second, they not only get possession, they get it at their opponent's 20-yard line. So That's essentially what it is already, so except they get possession on top. So you, also, Brian, do you know what happens if you fumble out of your own end zone? It'd be a safety. Exactly. Boom. So is that, is, is that too punitive, too? I don't like that rule. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't. Like, so, all right. So, 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 if you fumble the ball out of your own end zone, uh huh, what should happen with the ball then? I think that you should get the ball back where the the play started from. Oh, get I think out that's of what here. it should be. Get yes. out of here. So, no, no, really. Like, so that's hold, what hold I think on. it should so be. If, so, if uh, there's a holding penalty in the end zone. You shouldn't get a safety. Here's then? my question. Let's bring up all of these scenarios. Okay, so. My team is about to score. We're on the one-yard line. Guy goes up to score the touchdown. Looks like he has the ball over the uh, the end zone, right? And play just stops. Everybody thinks it's a touchdown. The ball is actually knocked away. It's just sitting in the end zone. What are they going to call? Are they going to give possession to the other team? No, because they didn't recover the ball. You need to recover the ball. Oh Lord, dude! This is this is worse than the NBA slam dunk scoring right now. You guys are crazy. What's up? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. This lame dunk contest so far is going on right now. Dwight Howard's getting set up for a Superman esque dunk. Man, you can't put on that cape and come up short. You know that would no. be the equivalent of a hitter going to the plate and pointing that bat towards center field, calling a shot, and, like, blooping up and, uh, like, you know, popping out to short or something like that. Like you, And he's wearing the Kobe shirt underneath. Does he pull this off, George? What do you think? He better. He better. He has um, to. I just saw a tweet that said, Dwight Schrute greater than Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope he makes this, dude, because Kobe was going to participate with him today. And I'm just hoping that it all goes well. I am too, man. I'm a little worried about this dunk attempt. He's got someone throwing him the ball over the back. Okay, eh, nothing spectacular. The guy threw the ball from behind 
the basket, and Dwight just ran up and dunked it. That's Jameer Nelson. Wow, his old Orlando Magic teammate. Yeah, that, that's not that spectacular. I got to be extremely <laughs> uneventful. <laughs> I, I I just tweeted about Pat Connaughton's dunk, and now I because I thought that Dwight Howard kind of got robbed on the last one, but oh yeah, that was very he, uneventful. Yeah, he what caught was, the ball and jammed he, it with one arm. That's okay. That just happened. Yeah, he's he's he still jumps very high. He's just older. So after the Pat Connaughton dunk, I said Pat Connaughton does a basic dunk, and people act like he like it was extraordinary. Come on, man, he doesn't get extra points because of his height and complexion. But uh-huh. um, <laughs> Dwight Dwight Howard get, he doesn't deserve a whole lot of points for that dunk. That dunk no was no that underwhelming. was incredibly ordinary. And how about Zach Levine not participating, but. Standing right next to Dwight Howard. Um, He may have run out of dunks, dude. He's a two-time dunk contest champion. He's just trying to pull off a 360 from the free throw line. How many times should you be be expected to compete? I mean, like, this is not his job. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Why is Pat Connaughton in a dunk contest anyway? (laughs) Because no one says yes to the dunk contest anymore. Like Zach Levine. That's why. That's why, and Connaughton's got some hops, but good lord, there's better candidates than Pat out there for the dunk contest. I'm not saying that Zach Levine has to compete How many every times year. Are we gonna I'm jump just saying if people. you aren't going to compete, don't give us the 360 from the free throw line a day before the event, please. How many, t- how many times are we going to jump over people? Is is the question? We're Pat, running out of Pat dunks. Connaughton is getting ready to jump over uh, Antetokounmpo now. I mean. Where is the inventiveness that we got out of Aaron? Oh, ow, man. Watch your neck, Giannis. Goodness. You Giannis. just did the same dunk. <laughs> yeah. that Giannis, like, sort of like look to the floor a little more because that's it. Pat, this is not Connaughton's specialty. It's we're too, he's too close to the rim because he can't <laughs> jump that high. <laughs> Oh yeah. my! We dude, the the worst dunk contests of all time are the Nate Robinson oh. dunk contests. The Nate he made Rob- it. Thankfully, we don't have to watch this anymore. Mercifully, wow, that's rough. What is <sighs> that? Wasn't that to? great? It went in, Pat. That's your that's your cue. Exit stage left. Goodness, why is everybody is not, applauding this? I, this it's bad. It's not any good. Not good whatsoever. Okay, so let's dive into this, George Reister, while we're watching this. Oh, uh, he touched the backboard. Okay. Oh, he touched Uh, the backboard after uh, jumping. Okay. And you have to walk us through and and say, hey. he killed himself on the landing. (laughs) In case you missed it, I added a little layer to this dunk. Yeah, it just, yeah, it didn't, didn't work. Didn't really land. I'm out. Okay, so here's my question. When it comes down to the low-down, lying, dirty, scoundrel Astros over there, cheating with their sign-stealing ways, and then having the worst, worst example of how to handle it going forward. (laughs) Weren't accountable, didn't own it, and say, we're sorry, we're wrong for doing this. It was like, did it really work, though? I don't know if it even had an effect. (laughs) It was horrible. (laughs) But here's my question going forward. Because there's some good, there's some bad. As you spin this forward for the 2020 Astros, is this whole sign-stealing scandal, is it more bad 
for 2020? Or is it more good? Because there are layers of both. There's examples of both. What would you say? Which is it more of for them this season? Controversy makes fans and people more invested in games. So I do think that people are going to want to, you know, see players play. Hopefully, I'm and ordinarily I'm completely against players being thrown at. But this year I'm all in. I'm all in at the Astros <laughs> players being thrown at. And I, I, I think that sports breed when there are rivalries and when people are mad and, you know, yeah. all of that, that it makes for good theater, which makes for good uh, sporting events. I think it's great for us, but for the Astros, is it better for them? Is it a positive for 2020? Or is no. it more of a negative? It, it's more of a negative because if they don't play well or hit well this year after the 2019 buzzers and all of that, yeah. dude, people are going to be on their head. Because if, okay, so like let's suppose that Altuve, who won an MVP in 2017, came back, played well in 2018, that would have been three of his and then played well in 2019. Uh, had if if the, those were some of his best years, he's got an MVP. They've been to the playoffs, won a World Series, all of that. People potentially think that he could at one point in time be a Hall of Famer. Right. That will be completely out of the window. It's a lot riding on this year. <laughs> you know, it's um, because if he if Altuve has a bad year, if the Astros have a bad year, they're going to look like the sole benefactors of cheating. But if they play really well, then all of a sudden it's like, well, that was just a layer. They're still really good. Who knows? Maybe they still would have won it. That sort of deal. So there's a lot riding on 2020. I'll give you something else to think about. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. If you look at the Astros this year, with the sign-stealing scandal as the backdrop. This is something that can galvanize them. It's incredibly motivating because everybody from the outside looking in is like, they're just a bunch of cheaters. That's all they're doing. So motivating to prove that they have skill, that they do have a great team, that they have some great players. They've got something to prove. It's this us-against-the-world mentality. There are teams that try to manufacture what the Astros will have this year. And I would compare it to Spygate. Remember when Spygate happened for the Patriots? They went 18-0. They were crushing teams. So I think that it can work in your favor. As bad as 2017 and the years leading up to now were for the Astros, I think it can help them in 2020. No. Dude, at, at, at this point in time, I think that people are still wondering what's going to come out because I do think that I don't think we're at the end of the at the end of the evidence about the scandal. You? No, I well, <laughs> it just depends on what Major League Baseball wants to let us know about. But this whole thing, it is so fishy, George, about the buzzers where every time they're asked about Hey, did buzzers exist? They're like, well, the the MLB report and Rob Manfred's report, we'd have to agree with that. If you're innocent, you would just come out and say, no, we didn't do it. 
But they cite the report every single time to be very careful should anything come out. That's the thing is, is that it's a you wouldn't have to be afraid of that if you were telling the truth. Exactly. You could just say, no, we didn't do it. Yeah. But but the reason why you won't categorically say that you didn't do it, because you probably had something going on. Yeah. And. And then, and then without, and then with Altuve, here's the point that nobody really mentions: is that baseball, even though that your numbers are solely depend, well, your, that your at bats are solely dependent upon yourself. Your numbers are dependent upon other people, because you don't you get RBIs when you hit home runs. So let let's say Altuve gives you. 32 home runs, 30, 32, somewhere between 27 and 32 probably every year around there. So that gets you 32 RBIs at the max. You don't get close to 100 without your teammates being on base. You don't get hitting with runners in scoring position without your teammates being on base. So when Carlos Correa says, oh, he was the one guy or one of the only people who didn't participate. Yeah. He still benefited from it because his teammates got on base and then he got to hit them in. Uh, it's so hard to believe. They, it's not like the Astros have built up a lot of credibility over here where you would say, oh, yeah, we're okay, well, thanks for them. clearing that up, Correa. You know? All right, so here's the other question. I want to see this collarbone tattoo. What's best for baseball? I want to see this collarbone tattoo. It can't be that bad. <laughs> what a horrible defense. He didn't want the jersey ripped off because of the bad tattoo. Okay. On his yeah. collarbone. Uh, right. Got it. Like sometimes, even if that were the truth, you can't come out with it because it isn't even believable. You know? Even if that's totally the truth, you can't sell it because no one's buying it. The, but here's the other gonna question. He's going to have to never let his collarbone ever be, <laughs> never be exposed be again. Because then they're going to say, no, 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 no. He got it re- removed because it was so bad. Okay, so just one minute. We're up against it, but this is a key question. What's best for baseball when it comes to the Astros this year? I think the best scenario would be the Astros getting to the World Series and losing the World Series. No. Nope. Because... If you think of, like, the Yankees are this huge brand. If it's Dodgers-Yankees, that's a big World Series. If it's Astros-Dodgers, that is so much bigger because you have casual baseball fans. or not even baseball fans watching just because of the spectacle, because of the Astros and the backdrop in 2017 and all that stuff. They're the villains. They're easy to root against. You'd have people invested in that series. It would be huge for baseball no, if the Astros you're missing got to the, the World point. Series. No So way. short-sighted again, Brian, no. Oh, is, you are so off yet again. If the Astros make it to the World Series, they can then say, see, look, cheating had no advantage. Who cares? Hold on. If the, if the Astros, if they miss the playoffs – that is the optimal story for baseball because no then, because no. then everybody is is justified in what they said. The 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 stain stays on the you Astros. You can still have that with them nope. losing the World Series. No, and you meanwhile, cannot. you get all of those ratings. You get all of those butts in the seats. You get all of that conversation in the oh, middle so you're saying, of the football season. Oh, you get all so what of you're that saying still. Is, is that Dodgers Astros? I, I I can 
agree somewhat that Dodgers versus Astros in the World Series with Look the Dodgers you. winning Look at would you. Be- you sat here and said, oh, we got the short-sighted no, no again. No, here no, we no, go no. again, Mr. Wrong No. And, no, and I, now you're I like, still, actually, I could go for that. I, I'm still standing <laughs> by, by what I said, that that's the optimal scenario uh-huh. for, for them to be punished because that's what people want. However, I do at the same time believe that it would be compelling television to see oh those gosh. two teams playing. It would be unbelievable. I would hate it, though. That'd be the best-case scenario. I'm telling you, easily best-case scenario. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. This just doesn't add up. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. This is Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my Winter means it's time to bundle up your insurance. Bundle home and auto with Farmers and you could save an average of 20%. Get a quote at Farmers.com today. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers, Truck, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. Here on Fox Sports Radio, we're coming to you from the Geico Studios. All right, so it's heating up. Aaron Gordon v. Derek Jones Jr. There have been a couple of nice dunks here as it's starting to wind down. I think that uh, Derek Jones Jr. is first dunk. He should have been deducted points because after the dunk, he went to the judges with a 5-0, but he had it the wrong way. Where it just Instead of saying 50, <laughs> it said 0-5. You know what I mean? You got to get it right, George. It's the details that sell a dunk. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, Aaron, see, Aaron Gordon made a fatal flaw. He has Markel Fultz, who can't shoot, passing. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Lord. That that was pretty incredible. That was a nice dunk. That's Goodness. What, that is by far one of the best dunks I've ever seen. <laughs> that was beautiful. He did that, like a – if oh, uh, so – it was uh, thrown off Markel the backboard. Yeah, threw it yeah, off the he, backboard. He grabs it and does a 360 windmill. That was nasty. That was a really good dunk. He better not get robbed out of another dunk contest. That that would just be just incredible. Oh man, that's a nice nice dunk. I remember when Shaq he used to judge this thing. I, don't I know, wish he I don't could play as good as he could dunk. But, I wish Aaron Gordon was as good of a basketball know. player as he is a dunker. Shaq's that would actually look like a mistake in a way. No, it had to be how they planned it, but it, it sort of came off the backboard to the right. But anyway, when Shaq was a judge, he said, if you miss your first dunk, the best you can do, I can give you a nine. I can't give you a ten. Yeah, but you Markel, buy that? Markel Fultz is passing the ball, so <laughs> you get a pass. <laughs> okay, but just in general, do you subscribe to that stance by Shaq? Yes, in general, yes. I, do. I don't. I do not subscribe to that. If you miss this first dunk attempt that is just this wild, good luck pulling it off type attempt, and then you pull it off the next time, you should get a 10 for that. No, no. If if it involved another person and they made an incorrect pass or something like like that, then yeah. Okay, so if uh, what's been your your favorite dunk in a, of all time? Is it the like sit on the ball dunk no. by Aaron Gordon? Okay. What would be your top one? Favorite dunk of all time. Yep, it had to be Vince Carter's uh, three sixty windmill. Okay, because it was new. Okay, I mean, so if just... he missed the first attempt. And then made that second one just the way he did it. You're giving him a nine. Yep. Really? Well, in in a heated dunk, in a final round for sure, because there is value in making the dunk the first time. 
there's a lot of people who can miss a dunk and, you know, come back and make it. But you get bonus points for doing it right the first time. That's like. Uh, oh, that's Man, like they're somebody, going back and forth over here. That's like somebody who goes to jail and they come out and they get their life right. Yes, you get points for that. However, you get even more points if you do it right the first time. If you if if you if you go to jail, you fix your life, come out to be a billionaire. Cool, great job. I give more credit to the person who did it right the first time and was a billionaire. Or or is a professional, a lawyer, a doctor, whatever it is. You get bonus points. You get points for fixing your life and you will get a, a movie made about you. Okay, so but, how, let's make it like this. How about let's keep it with sports. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They lost to the Patriots in the playoffs last year. Didn't win the Super Bowl. What? They won it this year. So now it's like, well, you didn't get it right the first time. So no, you get no, deducted that, points that's, over that's, that's not <laughs> that, the same. All right, hold on, hold no? on, hold on. Uh, huh? Oh, speaking of the speaking of the playoffs, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Is Ryan Tannehill if Ryan Tannehill had like taken his career, I mean, he had a good year in Tennessee this year. But you still remember the Miami days. Oh, I do. As opposed to Patrick Mahomes, he's been aces up since <laughs> since the beginning. You look at uh, Tom Brady, he's been aces up since the beginning. You don't need to have struggles. It, it doesn't give you bonus points. You, you just get credit for getting it right. By the way, here's what I'm going to take out of that. We need to go play some Texas Hold'em. You know, we need to make that happen. I don't know if you want to play with me, dude. I, I've, I've got 10,000 hours literally under my head. <laughs> literally. <laughs> okay. You're cutthroat like that. Okay. I, that, like, here's the thing. I'll say with Aaron Gordon, he's such a good dunker. What he j- just did right there, he jumps over Chance the Rapper, between the legs, windmill, dunk, and it's sort of like shoulder shrug. Yeah, that was good. Like, you realize how difficult that is to do? And it's just, he makes it look so easy, you don't have that same wow factor anymore. And he's been in the dunk contest a few times. That's an insane dunk, and it's just like, yeah, well, that's okay, I guess. That's the same dunk that they gave him a 54. If they don't give Aaron Gordon a 50, that's insane. Uh, dude, I, I just, I'm over it. <laughs> over what? The dunk contest in general? Sometimes I am. If they don't give him a 50, like, <laughs> this is trash. I mean, they, at some point, we got to go home, right? You know? Someone's not going to get a 50, and we can go on with our lives. Next person to miss a dunk loses. All right, here's the judging. Everybody 50. Yep, 10s across the board. They are just lighting up the scoreboard. I, I wouldn't give them any less than a 50. I mean, how could you give him less than a 50 for doing the same dunk as great as the other guy did? Because it didn't look as good. Oh, stop. He's a little too close to the rim, Aaron Gordon. It didn't have the same pizzazz. It didn't, it didn't look as artistic as Derrick Jones Jr. You just don't like Aaron Gordon because <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's something he did to the Blazers at some, some, some point no. in time. That must, that must <laughs> against, against the Blazers, that must be the only day that the only days that he scores over 20 points against the Blazers. <laughs> That's why you hate him. No, no, I don't hate him at all. I don't. How about Pip? I didn't notice that Scottie Pippen's one of the judges over here. Yes, and Scottie Pippen in real life has some of the whitest teeth you'll ever see. Is that right? Okay. Yes. But between him and Larry Fitzgerald, they don't get whiter than that. 
<laughs> They're big and white. By the by the way, before Derek Jones Jr. attempts this dunk and he's uh he's about to be on the runway here, running start. Do you are you a fan of Commons music? Uh some of it, but there's only so many common songs that I can listen to in in a row. You know, it's kind of <laughs> you know I'm serious. I I can go two two common songs and I need to switch it up for about eight, nine songs and then go back to common. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's where you're this at. This is not a 50. We've seen this from Zach Levine and he's so far inside the three-point line. I'm sorry, inside the free throw line. That's right. He, and it was a windmill. It's a yeah. nice dunk, but it's not a 50. No, that's not a 50 dunk. That's that very nice looking in slow-mo. Looks good, but... Come on, stakes are raised here. We can't be given tens across the board for every single dunk. Who's going to be the one? Who's going to be the one that goes nine? Is it Common or is it Candace? Huh? Who do you have? Candace did it. Yes. And thank you, Chadwick Boseman and Common. I'm sorry, and Candace Parker. I appreciate that. Okay, so we got a 48. So we just need Aaron Gordon to get at least a 49. Right? On this last dunk attempt? Yep. And he wins it. If I were Aaron Gordon, I would do the exact same dunk, except for I would take off from the free throw line. Hmm. Just just like one up his dunk. Mr. I can do anything you can do, I can do better. I think you got to go a completely different route here. Just do something else. How many dunks do you prepare for a dunk contest? There are like eight right now. (laughs) You got to have enough. It's just so many variations. It's, you would get this. George is kind of like football. Aaron like, Gordon should bring formations. out one of his, his dunks from 2016 when he put it underneath his yeah, butt. Yeah, do that. Yep. But it's like formations in football, how you can run the same play but just off of various formations. It's kind of like that with the dunk contest. Window dressing. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of what it is. Is that Taco Fall? Yes. Why are they, is the he going to jump over Taco Fall? The in the NBA. <laughs> Not in the NBA. <laughs> Taco Fall is what, 7-7, seven, seven, I want to say? Either 7-6 seven, or 7-7. Seven, seven. So he's going to jump, jump over Taco seven, Fall. 7-6, six, 7-7, seven, seven. are we going to argue about, it, about, <laughs> it, about an inch when you're almost 8 feet tall? Yeah, well, hey, I just don't know specifically which one it is. But the man is tall. Well documented. Dude, this is extreme. Dude, if he jumps over Taco Fall... That's Vince, He's definitely going to clear Taco Fall. Vince Carter no jumped over a seven footer, and 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 the world almost came to an end in the Olympics. By the way, was that guy from France? I don't remember the country. Do you remember that? I don't know, but it was awesomeness. It was awesome. Okay, so Taco Fall. He's taking deep breaths over here. In comes Aaron Gordon. Over the top. Yes, he got him on the neck a little bit, but they're going to give him at least a 49. I, They're going to give him a 50. Yeah. It's over. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, it's over. There are too many players on the court right right now. They're, yeah. they're in the judges' earpieces, yes. in their IFBs. Like, all right, guys, look. Wrap it up. Yes. Wrap it up. Give him at least a 49. Yes. Okay, so as we await the scores, it's a good time to throw it over to the one, the only, a friend of America, Mr. Steve DeSager. Didn't Taco Fall play for your favorite college basketball team? <laughs> I have nothing against the basketball team at UCF. Oh, okay. It's just a football team who plays no one and then claims their national champion. Uh, he was listed at 7'5 at the Combine from Senegal, just for the record. Okay, 7'5". 
I'm sorry. Yeah, a mere seven five. He's trying to jump see, over. So that's not impressive at all, I guess. See the see the problem is we don't know what actual NBA players' heights really were because they didn't list them properly for so long. That's correct. Yeah. And so he basically got over his shoulders, which is good enough for me on this, Doug. By the way, his first five dunks tonight, Aaron Gordon of Orlando with a perfect score of 50 on all of them. So we're in overtime of the dunk contest at this point against the Heat's Derek Jones. From Miami, Bam Adebayo won the skills challenge. The three-point contest went to Buddy Heald of Sacramento, who made his final shot to edge Devin Booker, the injury replacement from Phoenix for Damian Lillard, who suffered a groin injury on Wednesday. So we're just about at the end of the NBA All-Star oh, no, Saturday Oh, no, he night. got lower, Steve. Three what? nines. He three nines lower. out of five. I love harsh judging. They're like, no, he didn't clear Taco Fall. Taco Fall clearly got the hamstring to the back of the head. You get no dunk contest win here, Aaron Gordon. How about that? I did not see that coming. That's a curveball right there. Mouths agape at the arena. So that opens it up for Derek Jones then. Doesn't he go last, right? No, I think it's over. No, it's it's over. 48 better than the 47. Oh, they flipped once they went to overtime. Who went first and second? Yeah, yep. it should be it. So Derek Jones, so two Miami guys out of three win the events in Chicago tonight, and the NBA All-Star Game is tomorrow night in the Midwest. Very cold weekend in Chicago. Fortunately, this is an indoor sport. New scoring format tomorrow night. Each of the first three quarters will start with a score of 0-0. The league has renamed the All-Star Game's Most Valuable Player Trophy, the Kobe Bryant MVP Award. The late Bryant won it four times. By the way, Kobe Bryant's memorial service at Staples Center in L.A. is a week from Monday on 224. Over 90,000 people already registered for the ticket lottery in its first 24 hours. Fans can register until this Monday night for the opportunity to purchase. XFL wins for Seattle and D.C. FS1 has a game tomorrow, St. Louis at Houston. And, yes, it's official. No, Aaron Gordon does not win. Miami Man, does how take about that? two out of the three contests. It's Derek Jones Jr. of Miami, the best of the four participants tonight. To college basketball, we had a game at Providence tonight where the home team was leading 10th-ranked Seton Hall 34-9 in the first half. Providence holds on 74-71 to beat the Hall. Now, Seton Hall was fouled in the final second. Of course, the fans ready to storm the court didn't hear that, so they had to stop, clear all the fans off the court, and continue that final second. Providence does win, 74-71, to and we've only got a couple of games still going of the ranked teams tonight. There is a game on FS1 right now. Number 16, Colorado leads 24-18 at Oregon State, about five minutes left first half. Number two, Gonzaga, only leading at Pepperdine, 24-20, with about eight minutes left first half. One of those outdoor NHL games is this evening at the Air Force Falcons football stadium, Colorado 1-1 with the LA Kings with under five minutes left in regulation. Adam Scott shot 67 to tie for the golf lead in LA with Rory McIlroy and Matt Kuchar. Tiger Woods shot a third round 76. The Daytona 500 is tomorrow on Fox TV, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. Back to Brian Noe and George Reitster. Good stuff, Steve. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Okay, so we've been talking about this Miles Garrett situation, George. And uh, he did the sit-down with uh, Mina Kimes of ESPN. And he said, "Ah, I I didn't want to say it at the time when I clubbed Mason Rudolph in the head with his own helmet that I heard him call me a stupid N-word, didn't want to say it at the time, 
because I didn't want to make it seem like I was justifying my actions. And so that's why I didn't say it after the game. And this is why I'm doing a sit-down interview now, going into great detail. Doesn't make any sense to me. My question to you is this. Now, we have to suspend reality because I don't see this being a scenario. But I don't see any better way to set it up. Okay? If you're in the studio doing the show, and I don't know who it would be. Let's say it's a a fan that comes into the studio. It's an intern, something like that. I don't know what the scenario would be. If you are called a stupid N-word, and you bless him with those hands, give him a little one-two combo, right? And the suits come at you, and they're like, what what happened, George? Are you just going to say, hey, I accept responsibility for my actions i i just didn't do the right thing i apologize and if they're like why but what led up to that you're not saying what that person said to you like that's how i can't wrap my mind around this with miles garrett not at least telling reporters after the game just so you guys know he called me the n-word i'm not justifying my actions i was wrong but just so you know that was part of the equation i definitely do believe that that is a little bit odd But sometimes in situations, people do odd things, and that doesn't necessarily – it's not an admission of guilt or or innocence. However, there's other strange things about it that nobody is coming to Mason Rudolph's defense. They aren't standing on top of tables because if that were me, my mom would be – like the tweet said that came in earlier, my Mm -hmm. my mother would be on Good Morning America. She would be going off. My my friends would be going off. Like, listen, that's not G. That's not George. Like, I, I don't care what this dude says. He's a liar because I know that he wouldn't do that. Yeah, I'm just telling you. And I would stand. I've stood up for people I've worked with, friends, stuff like that. So I'm going to tell you that I find it odd. So, yeah. So there's I, that. It's just, it doesn't make logical sense to me <laughs> where where miles garrett says yeah i didn't want to mention it at the time but now i'll go in great detail it, like we were it was over and done with essentially if you think about it he had just been reinstated by the nfl the suspension is over with and then that's he's the doing point. a sit-down is interview that, saying well yeah he called me the n-word it's like well what, that's the point we were moving is on that, why is that he's a smart guy so he knows that whether he should leave it alone or not, he wanted to bring it up. I don't know whether it happened, whether it didn't happen. I do find inconsistencies or weird stuff surrounding yeah. it on both sides. And But even if it did happen, Mason Rudolph would still be an NFL player, just like Riley Cooper was an NFL player. You know, pe- people apparently don't really care that much. I mean, even though it went, when you really think about it, this is a – 70% of NFL players are African-American or black. Mm-hmm. And Riley Cooper skated with it. And he was on, he was on tape. Mm-hmm. So the same probably would have been true for Mason Rudolph. They would have suspended him, given him a fine or something. He's still under contract. He's still, uh, uh, he does play for a black coach. I don't, I don't know if he'd have survived that one. <laughs> he does play for yeah. Mike Tomlin. I don't know if he would have survived that one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, like Riley Cooper did with Chip Kelly. Okay, so, here's here's my last question on this, real fast, George. Which is worse? Because someone's lying here. Is it worse for Miles Garrett to say he called me a stupid N word when that didn't happen, 
Or is it worse for Mason Rudolph to go on Twitter, say a thousand percent incorrect. I never did that whatsoever. And he actually did say it, which is worse. They're both equally as bad, dude. Like you don't, you don't get, I mean, I, I always am suspect of people that, that because I've seen enough Maury to know anytime <laughs> you say you're over a hundred percent sure, I'm doubting you. I'm 10,000% sure, Maury. Okay, so you that you are not he is not the father. <laughs> okay, so in the George Reister handbook, if someone exceeds a hundred percent, you're like, eh, you're overcompensating. I'm a little skeptical about what you're selling here. Yeah. That's what you're going. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Hey. Because you can't say I'm a thousand percent sure. Uh-huh. Really? No, I'm just so, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure. There's- if someone gives a hundred and ten percent, you're like, eh. Why do you need to give me extra? Like, are you trying to convince me or yourself? Because it, because if you ask me, I'm like, listen, it is. This is what it is. I am 100 percent sure. That's it. There's no more sure. Yeah. If I'm if I'm 95, I'm like, eh, you know, I'm like, I wouldn't bet my life, but I'm pretty sure about this. You know what? I, I'm a thousand percent sure that I would beat you in a three point shootout. NBA style. Exactly. See? <laughs> exactly. You are. All right. Speaking of that, coming up next from the Geico Studios, the voting polls are open. It hit us up at George Reister at the No Show on Twitter. There is a poll that's going on right now. Who would win an NBA All-Star style three-point shootout? Right now, deadlocked. 50% for George, 50% for myself. We update the polls Right around the corner, I'm Brian No, he's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, he's George Reister. Here on Fox Sports Radio, we're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically. And it's even more amazing because Discover's accepted at over 95% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2019 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Okay, so top of the hour, Arnie Spanier and Aaron Torres. They will have a bunch more sports radio goodness for you. So keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm still <laughs> I'm still surprised <laughs> about the dunk contest results no, no, no. over here. Don't try to don't try to go to the dunk contest. So Brian No <laughs> at the No well, Show. You think I'm stalling but, over here? I'm oh, still gonna sure. get to the good stuff. Oh no over no no here, no, no no no! Don't try to don't try to. What is happening over contest? here? What is you've gotten your friends? You voted for yourself. Tell the truth, George. You voted for yourself. No, I didn't need to. Okay, so here's the I poll question. I retweeted it. I did retweet your poll question. <laughs> okay, well, I appreciate that. Here's the poll question. Who would win an NBA All-Star style three-point shootout? Two candidates, George Reister and myself. And going to break, it was deadlocked. George had 50% of the votes. I had 50% of the votes. Right now, the latest... Up-to-date voting poll, George has 62.5% of the votes. I have 37.5. Something is drastically wrong here. Drastically wrong. Drastically. 
I this mean, is just a, it's like it's a troll job voting process. That's what they're doing. They're trolling me on this. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> people know this may I've put I've shot probably three thousand shots in twenty twenty. And Three, shot, you said two thousand an hour least. ago, and then when and then when I thought about it more, I was like, well, no, it's clearly over three thousand. We are in the middle of of February. Three thousand. Okay, so walk me through what you normally do if you go to the gym and get a workout in, and then you shoot. What's your what's your routine? What do when, you go with there? When my when my son is doing his one on one workouts, mm-hmm. I'm over shooting baskets or either on the gun or something like uh, that so i can get up a couple hundred shots in a, in a day easy and and then when i take my sons to go shoot i shoot as well so i'm getting shots up on the <laughs> like at least two three days a week dude so guess what you are so far behind in this uh it doesn't even matter you you are you are like a one-legged man in a butt kicking contest buddy you are <laughs> <laughs> we got to make this happen. I don't know where we can find, you know, the racks for the basketballs to sit on. We're going to need five racks for the basketballs so we can mimic the actual NBA three-point shootout. And I'll make it to L.A. You name the date. I'll take you down, George Reister. I'm not even scared. Who are you, Bruce? You're, you're trying to be Bruce Leroy? Name, I mean, who are you, show enough? Name the designated place, the designated time, and I'll gladly designate his ad. Like, That's on, right. Man. That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying to you. By the way, they're having a roast right now for the Inside the NBA crew on TNT. I, I think it's a tremendous that. idea. Jim Ross is a first ballot Hall of Fame roaster. He's a comedian. He's, he's on always every on the roast. roast so every on. single one. And he's fantastic. I always wonder, does he have any other job than roasting? <laughs> well, he's a stand-up guy. And I'm sure he's doing, like most comedians, they'll do some acting here and there. I'm sure he's got his, you know, he's got a few things going on. But he's a stand-up comedian. I need to see his Netflix special. I've only seen him roasting, which he is fantastic at. Oh, he is great at that. By the way, circling back to the dunk contest, George, I'm still surprised <laughs> that Aaron Gordon, needing a 49 to win the dunk contest, he jumped over Taco Fall, as Steve DeSager pointed out, listed at 7-5. And he didn't exactly clear him. I still thought it was good enough to win the contest. And the strict judging, they said, no, you get a 47, and you're the runner-up to Derek Jones Jr. Rob, for the second time. Woo! For the second time in a row. Um, I, w- I will also say to you that the uh, that the gap in your poll is getting even bigger. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. That's obnoxious. Where are we at now? George is at 66.7%. I'm at 333 I, You know what? Le who's we, this is just a poll. You know, we need to open up the betting lines. That's what we need to do when this contest takes place. Yeah. And I will happily rake Dude, in the I would, cash I would and take be- everybody's money. I would I would be minus twenty thousand against oh you in a three point contest. I almost threw my headphones across the room. <laughs> I almost walked off of our own show here, George. That is blasphemous. You kidding me? Minus twenty thousand? <laughs> yes, minus. You 20, would be. 000. You would, honestly, you'd be plus one fifty. That's what you would be in this plus? three point shootout. Yeah, you'd Man, be plus. Man, get out of here! I'm definitely being uh, the favorite. I'm deadly from the outside.
There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free as someone who lives for politics when a major scandal unfolds it was shocking i have to know what were they thinking Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.